United States of America into the Republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. This meeting is now closed. In line with the verbal receiver, I strongly say any positive work of government and in compliance with the Public Meetings Act. I wish to advise you that adding quick notice of this regular scheduled meeting is sent to the Esri Park Press and other local media in each instance, the date, time, and location of this meeting will provide the notice. This meeting is open to the public. Roll call. Councilmember Beaver? Here. Booker? Here. Catalano? Here. Gorman? Here. Keeler? Lowney? Here. And Mary Kelly's here. All right, we'll start off with our remarks from the audience. If there's anybody in person or anybody online who wants to be heard, just please state your name and your address, and the floor is yours to address the government. <coughs> Alright, I guess we go right to our discussion items. We'll start off as always with Joe Bruni, our board administrator with a capital projects update, please. Thank you, Mayor. Uh, a couple updates on, on our project. We've hit a we, we've hit a bump in the road on our North Beach backflow preventers check valves with the state. Uh, Greg and I met with the property owners. We thought we resolved the problem uh, uh, amicably, uh, reasonably, um, and then the state, uh, I'll, let, I'll let Greg speak to it, but the state altered the plans to a certain extent that does not seem that will be satisfactory to the property owner. Right. Yeah, what happened was when we were talking last month, the homeowner wanted us to have an extra mantle and change the angle of the line with the discharge point of the pipe. Instead of going diagonally across the property, bring the pipe up to another manhole, and then go straight down the property line. Seemed pretty reasonable. And the existing pipe situation was it discharged into the water. The end of that pipe has fallen off over the years. The state now has come up with the idea as of the last plan they submitted, which was a couple months ago. They have chosen to discharge it with a ripple reaper on the beach. We have not discussed that with the homeowner, but I can tell you, Joe, he would never accept that. So he's not going to kind of now another rip pass. The, the, the pipe always went out to the, it, in the water, and he has like a little sandy beach there that I guess he enjoys, uh, reasonable. And now they're going to discharge onto that with some riprap and you know rocks and things like that. It just. I don't yeah, so know. I'm going to send another letter back to the, the person that DOT was speaking with and say, said the existing condition is discharge into the water. We would like to at least keep that intact, and I think we might be able to sell that. Now. That's the next step we're at. So we see this DOT seems very flexible right now. This is very flexible or inflexible. Okay. <coughs> they just don't want they, I think they're of the line that they think this is over and done and not going to So when we come up with a, a possible solution, they don't take long to come back and the reasons why they don't want to do it. Yeah, well it's a reasonable solution. It makes sense to yeah. save the project. It really didn't make a big difference in my opinion to yeah. doing what we wanted to do with the extra alignment. And you know, they came back and said, well, we have to make it more difficult. Yeah. Which it would, because it's not, I would agree with it was a 90 degree turn, but it's only about a 10 degree turn. So it's not that much of a change in line of direction of the pipe, so. So it's the manhole issue, not the extension of the pipe to the water. It was both. Yeah, it was both. Because the first one, the manhole sounded more complicated than extending the pipe. No, not really, because what happened was the, the pipe came, if there was a manhole at the front, and they were going to run it on that angle straight to the water, which yeah. cut across the property, not along the property line. And he just wanted at the back side of his house to put another manhole in to turn it back so it ran around parallel to the house 
in the property owner, mostly because he didn't want the thing coming out in the middle of the beach. He wanted it over to the side. He was okay with it still coming out of the beach, but he wanted to discharge it into the water, not with riprap even on the beach. I understand. So that's the next step. We'll go back and see what they say. And I think after that, if these guys come back, because this is just the engineering people I'm talking to. If that doesn't work, I think we may have to escalate it politically. Alright, yeah, let me know how to do that. Hopefully, uh, your first attempt works. <laughs> yeah, hopefully, yeah, it makes it much easier. Because that's what we think. I think the political pressure from them, these yeah. guys, would, yeah, because they're going to do what they're told, type of thing, right? Sure. Yeah, because it's kind of silly. Yeah. After all this time, are they already, yeah. it, it, we were told they had the, uh, the backflow preventers in their yard. They had already purchased everything, is what we were told early on. Right. And, uh, and it was held up because of a couple of property owners. So we we thought we resolved that problem, and now they came up with something else. So we'll we'll, we'll continue to work on that. Uh, the 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 street project, the the road repaving, and some sidewalk and curb is underway right now. Uh, it, it will be completed prior to Memorial Day. The project. Uh, the contractor uh, is the paving contractor is set to. To start once the plants, uh, I think the plants are open, but once they start producing more, so that'll be done before the uh, the, the busy season. Um, we continue to proceed towards mediation with the architect uh, on the project. Rich has just sent another letter uh, indicating that we're we disagree with some of the facts and we want to proceed. So, uh, do you know when that'll be scheduled? No, I don't. I'm waiting for his response to see, um, you know, if they're still going to be claiming in light of what we put forward, the, the amount that they say they're doing fees, which doesn't seem to have a basis. Um, and once we get their reply on that, I think that's when we'll be in place to schedule. Um, so uh, the... Uh the other the other items that we're doing we're, we're, we got prices to do some of the work over in the municipal complex on the steel girders that are rusting and up there so um, we're going to try to maybe get a couple more prices because it was a it was over eight thousand dollars wasn't that so we're going to need an, another few prices to do that and then to ultimately fix the uh, the soffit that's falling off and allowing birds in so. Uh, we're, we're proceeding. That's all for me. Thank you. Anybody make questions? What do you have against birds? Yeah. When you're walking around. You see them, they're not all birds. I feel sorry for them. The architect. The contractor is out of this project. That's my understanding, yeah. That's my understanding. Do you, just, be critical, but just the time factor in this is incredible. Uh, I'm just wondering what, what arguments with the court, do they uh, do they have? I mean, I think the judge would be saying enough already. Let's does this thing go on another year? Uh, well, we're not in court. Um, we're heading for um, a mediation, which is under the contract. The first step you have to do a mediation before you before you go to court. Um, uh, I mean, to speak about it anymore where we are, I think it's probably better to move closer. It is, it, yeah. it bears on contract and potential. <coughs> we have a schedule for the other check valves, or that's still draining? Uh, Rob and I just talked about them. Uh, the, the current contractor is not responsive for the, the ones downtown. 
we, we have two more to do? Yes, two more, yes. Two more to do. Uh, they're going to go find someone else to put them in. The contractor's just, we have them. The contractor's just not responsible. Yeah, we, we actually reached out to Walpro, sales representative. Um, he's going to help us out a little bit. He's also going to come out and inspect the ones that are already done because we don't think that those are working correctly. So he's going to come out and then we're just going to pay the company for what they did and find another contractor. And, and the, the paving is New Street? Peninsula, New, and Three Streets, right? Chris, three. Um, Osborne? I think it was part of certain. It's actually four or five. It's 21 and 22, right? Yeah. I'll email you the complete list, but yeah. You know, Heather and I were exchanging the other day. Maybe we could put something on the board that says, you know, construction going to be downtown for this period of time so people know what's going on. They're, I mean, they're out, somebody's jackhammer on today, but it's over by uh, Waterways. You know, separate. Yeah. No, that's that's it. That, that's easy to do. Well, there's no, there's, there's a lot of stolen cars. There's no 
something that's really has been helping us a lot. If someone's good or bad is there's some of these plate readers around the area now that all of a sudden get in the car and on a piece their plate readers got to hit some of the road north end of the sea bike. This one's going to be hit to come in south end of the sea bike. So all of a sudden you get the call on the radio that there's the car right there. So that's what's happened a little bit more, but I don't think the, the trends haven't gone down. I think the towns that wish are getting hit a lot harder in Marlborough and out and once the missiles get hit, but most of it is the, the thieves aren't um, they're not all they do is look for pops. They don't have special gadgets and stuff. They're just looking for pods. When people's houses are looking for pods. Thanks, sir. Make sure you have any questions for Greg. Morning. 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 Um, e month of February, bars only 21 calls, which is about average for all season. Versus about 52 calls for the year. Um, You should start seeing the influx of the seasonal uh, resolutions. We get the seasonals up. We want to get them in place by day one. Um, so we can get them trained. We have their training, which is an in-house thing that first weekend of May. Um, so you'll start seeing those resolutions come across soon. Uh, I'll talk about the, the Baines fire in a second. Um, prior to that, though, uh, the Friday before that, we actually went to a fire over in Lumsden. Uh, it was a large scale house where there was fire incident and the guys did very well. I was actually in Disney. It was magical. <laughs> so it was, it was very comforting to know that the guys were able to, to do what they had to do even now. Uh, Charlie was working too, so he was there. Um, so they actually prevented uh, a pretty significant loss over there at Rumsland um, that week before. And then obviously we had the Baines Fire. Uh, Baines Fire, I mean, I've been thinking about that, that building catching fire since I was, since I was young. It's always been that, that the old school house before the demolition that was always the two places in town that we was at concern. Um, and I always ran that, that building through my head uh, ever since I became fire chief back in 2010. Um, and it, the guys did exactly what, what I expected them to do. Uh, it was just it's a true testament of, of the program that, that we have, having the guys at the firehouse, being able to just pull out quickly and, and, and do what they have to do. And like, like uh, Chief Friedman said, it, w it was really a collaborative effort of all the parts, including Rob, the public works, um, everyone worked together. Uh, EMS was there, they took care of a couple patients, transported one to the hospital, just for minor stone cues released within an hour or two. Um, very uh, minor damage, it was just the one apartment. We, we were able to mitigate it with, with about 100 gallons of water, which is why we were able to save a lot downstairs of Baines. It was a fire that big too, with the fire coming out the windows. Got to be and I'm, I'm sure you guys all saw the, the videos uh, circling on, on social media. Um, the guys did great, so I, I can't say anything more to, to them. It was, I, I had four guys in fires that day, and they, they did exactly what they did. And nothing too, it's nice to see, because everyone here responded perfectly. <coughs> Please, right. fire, everyone, works. but uh, you know, yours. Your team's response to Rumson. It's great to see all the people. Yeah, it was, it was awesome. Um, like I said, and I got video of that. And I was listening to it down in Disney. Um, and, and, and the kids, they were great. We've we got, we got a good group of kids right now. So keep pushing that along. So, yeah, exactly. I guess I'm sure you made, I don't know if there are any recommendations you can make to that building owner about, well, <laughs> about making it safer. That's like old time. Yeah. It's not my question. But it is, I, mean, I think it, I think 
Right. So thank God it was like a low wind day. Yeah, it was a winter day, like last few days, uh, who knows? I think the, the biggest thing that saved us with wind on that day was, was actually a northeast wind. So it was pushing the fire back towards them, which enabled them to come out those windows. Yeah. Um, and kind of just pushed the fire right out those side windows, um, which kind of contained it to just really that one two-room area yeah. within, within the apartment. So it was electrical. The preliminary cause that can't rule out the refrigerator. Um, it was pretty clear and evident the, uh, the, the origin cause of the fire was like the refrigerator. Thanks for all you guys. You're really great yeah, job, really. Well done. I know. Uh, I, I stopped over and go to Ben's. That very appreciated. That night, when when I sat on them down and we went over it, I, I explained to them how they they really changed the history of Seaburg. Because if we would have lost that building, I think that would have been a pretty significant loss to the town. Um, so. The fact that you did it with 100 gallons is amazing. 100 gallons, yeah. Because it would have happened if it would have been. Yeah, down. you can see it. He only had that line open. If you watch the video, for about a minute. What? He knocked out two rooms of fire. They're good. The, the, the kids we have are good. What next step can we make? Because your comment that you've been worried about that building since 2000. It's just one of the old I know. buildings in town. Yeah, so is there something preventative where we do an analysis if wind. Well, like, Chad just said we have to go through Tom. Yeah. And, and Tom's great over the Yeah. So, so yeah. <coughs> we'll definitely do a review of things we did break to do. Because mm -hmm. it's an old, you know, tinderbox. So is that the old school that we're always going to do concerns? Yeah. While we're on the subject, Tom, I've been spending some time with Tom on short-term rental, and he's asking the council to consider a potential ordinance around fire pits. Uh, if somebody constructs it and it's in the building plan, it's one issue. He said we have fire pits in town where people just have open burn. More of a nuisance thing. Yes. Yeah, so Especially if you mean on private property or on a beach? On private property. Okay. And his concern is exactly what you're asking, is if somebody doesn't control it appropriately, not only could it be a nuisance, but it could set things on fire downtown, which would be a major issue. So the chief and I talked about it briefly, has not had any major issues, but the mayor <coughs> Tom's asking us to consider it. We probably do five a year, maybe. And it's usually neighbors complaining about smoke. Yeah. But it's there. I mean, that's just what we get called. That's not saying that there isn't other problems. Yeah, we have no ordinance in place right now to cover that. And we'll right. take a look at whether or not it's appropriate. Yeah. I don't know if it is. Or Usually, what we do, we reference the state side. Yeah. There's a state administrative code. Yeah, they gave me a copy of yeah. yeah, so you probably, the same sheet would probably answer the right thing. Exactly. Probably what you got. Yeah, yeah. I've participated in a few myself over the years. Neighbors <laughs> and small backyards do it. Uh, and also, I mean, I'd like to talk, but also, uh, you know, Brandon Jim, thanks again. Again, I guess we're yeah, going to leave right away. There's a guy who works in the hardware store who was up there. Yeah. I have his information. He, yes, yeah, we, I know you, yeah, you're he's all shy right. folks, but I think the next council meeting, I spoke with Joe about it. We'd like to everybody with this guy. Everybody. Yeah, so right. what, what, you, what you guys, you know, <clears throat> do, and, and this is what you do, but, but um, and we shouldn't take it for granted that, you know, when everybody else is trying to get out, you're trying to get in, right? That, that, that's a, you know, that's an amazing um, dynamic, and you're going to be commended you know, for stepping up when we need you, and, and you always do. So we appreciate all of our first responders. Okay. Um, let's see. 
Next one, just a, a FYI that Joe said he was speaking briefly about the uh, wastewater treatment uh, bonding that's required. Uh, we, we've known this for a while that, that this is coming. Uh, the Two Rivers is renovating, adding, and uh, Jack attended some of the meetings early on uh, uh, about this. Uh, that was probably a couple of years ago, wasn't it, Jack? It's been, it's been a little while, but it's a large undertaking for Two Rivers. Um, they believe their debt will be stable. Some debts dropped off for them, you know, they've amortized, and, but it is a $70 million project or something thereabouts, so it has a potential impact on rates at some point in the future and uh, we've known about it for a long time we kind of pre hopefully prepared for it you know you did some in increases uh, because of cost going up and this was one of them but just wanted you to know that you probably read about it it's a big big project here in Monmouth County one of the bigger ones so um, I just uh, put that on as a point of information for you guys. any preliminary estimates Joe for potential impacts no I they're 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 saying it's going to be de minimis because they're, they've dropped off debt over the last couple of years and they've maintained their rate to try to build up some capital funding over there. Uh, so I, I don't know. I, I, you know they're, they're, they're thinking no, but you know, who knows during the, you know, a $70 million construction project what's, what's going to happen. And Jack, you attended those meetings, didn't you? It's, I didn't think it would be this long, but uh, it's, it's probably the biggest thing anyone's ever We were over there for a, uh, a walkthrough a couple of years ago, John. Jack, I don't know who else was there with us when we walked through. Uh, Jeff, I don't believe you were, but uh, I, I talked to Heather and I talked to Erwin. We may try to set up another one uh, to. to Especially in light of this, we yep. can go over, see their operation, wait till it gets a little warmer out because you were walking around the whole plant. So I'll try to set that up for anybody that would like to come. They're very uh, accommodating. Nothing like a sewer tour. There you go. Let's not go in the summer. Go right up now. Hot muggy day. Yes, you're right, Jack. It's 140 million. That's where everything ends up. <laughs> Yeah, the next one's been, you know, we've been waiting on this one, so we're going to have an RFP for the, the HADA to review. We'll cover this in the executive session today with, with uh, our attorneys and our planner have prepared it so that we can uh, we'll go over it and hopefully a little back and forth and then eventually go out for a public uh, request proposal to see uh, what we're going to be able to build it. But uh, just wanted to make everyone aware publicly, but then we're going to discuss it first off in the executive session. Next up, this is another one of those ongoing conversations, the 5G ordinance right away agreements. And again, I, I, our attorney, Rich, will speak to this today. But it's the same as really as I think on the last agenda also, spending quite a few agendas, just as how we're going to proceed, you know, whether it was kind of a rising versus public, I mean, private type of uh, approach here for the uh, locating. But Rich, you want to speak to this one? Uh, I certainly uh, do, Mayor, but um, as I mentioned in my email, since we're oh, that exactly. Contract, yeah, exactly. Okay. More appropriate. All right, so we're going to have it. Yeah. Okay, sorry. To be continued in executive session. Next one, pretty simple website, electronic <coughs> sign policy. It's a pretty standard one. 
the only thing I read the very basic read through we have already just to kind of set the protocol for how we can post public uh, comments on signage. I, do, I mean, it might help just at least say specifically where or how somebody can submit something. It says you submit in writing, but maybe it's not well, yeah. I think it either either should come to the clerk's office or my office, uh, either or the request to put something up on the sign. We just wanted to kind of lay it out now that it's, uh, you know, we were, we're, uh, we're getting better at it, but there's been some questions. We've all said, well, what can go on there and what can't? We're just trying to yeah. narrow it a little bit and make sure it's not political or religious in nature and those kind of things. So we can tweak it if you need to, but we just wanted it out there because there's been some questions. And Heather brought it to our attention, and uh, we thought, thought it was good to revise our old uh, old policy to include it. Any questions? Any comments? It, it'll avoid the what's happening on the beach. You know, all the social kind of communication, <coughs> just being integrated and, and pushing the information out, keeping the community involved. Uh, the next one's another ongoing conversation we've had about rentals for both this building and the old bar hall. Through it again, it's just a matter of whether to, uh, you know, to establish the fees and, and some of the rules of the road for for renting. We discussed this potential scheduling issues, especially with building, but uh, just open discussion on that. See if we can finally proceed. We're we're. Getting more and more active, especially over in the other uh, the, the the gym area, more and more people are using it. Um, we've had some requests from people out of town to use it. We're, we're, we don't we really think we should at this point reserve it for our residents. Um, we know that it, the residents are playing pickleball with other people that maybe not in town, but ultimately it's it's kind of difficult at this point to to. Reserve the space for some for, for non-residents at this point. Uh, we have others that want to use it, and, and Don has been working with them. Um, it, it sounds onerous, a, a, a million-dollar policy, but Don tells me it only costs about a hundred bucks uh, to 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 hold harmless, and, and it really sounds like a lot, but at the end of the day, it, 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 it's not very expensive, but we need that certain amount of liability insurance over there for people to use it. And our goal, I think, is the same as it was years ago before we built this building, is if we can get, you know, multi-use out of all these buildings, you know, without it interfering with any of our operations, especially those about the beach here or council planning board meetings, but really it's, I think, something we should just do, and we've talked about it for a few years, but haven't really implemented anything, I think, out of fear for what can go wrong or are we pricing it right. I would suggest just like reviewing one last time, implementing it, and worse, it was nothing going to be catastrophic in here. If we charge too little, too much, we could always revise it pretty easily. So, yeah, I, I think, would recommend. Yeah, I think if you're doing a usage of the building, like not, hey, I'm coming in from out from Monmouth um, Beach to play pickleball, and we're talking about renting the space, it should cover the cleaning costs, right? Like, I don't think we should be. And maybe you know, yeah. So, that, to me, that's kind of like the minimum, especially when you're looking at like, school organizations or league style, like the nonprofits, I think we just want to kind of cover our, our basics. Yeah, this, honestly, your, this conversation we had is what, two years ago? Okay. We had the same conversation a year ago. That's yeah. my point. Like, I agree with you. Yeah. That we should cover our costs. But again, if we under overshoot on something, yeah. it's not going to be in the world. No. We're talking about a swing over the course of a year, like mm -hmm. probably $1,000. Yeah.
But it's good. I think we do get more new size buildings. But I think the space is in demand. So as yeah, quickly as we absolutely. can fix a couple of components, like the wall, you know, really let the community take advantage yeah. of the buildings that we have. Are we also talking about this space too, or yes. is that off? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I did go through that that recommendation, and everything seemed good to me. The only one that seemed really strange was the potential of residents using this room for fifty dollars for a party. I know there's a two hundred dollar deposit, right? That they won't get back if they don't care. But to Heather's point, doesn't cover the thing. If, if you can have a party in this room for fifty dollars, oh you're gonna have a lot of parties. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, I, and my concern is that could get out of control. Number one, and number two, any potential damage or cleaning or other things that that would take place. So when looking through those, that one seems strange to me, especially. Yeah, yeah I mean, that was something there. That was definitely low. That's much lower than what it was. Yeah. We had I remember years ago, it was almost too high. It was up to like five hundred dollars. I mean, any, any place you go, I think two two hundred is almost like a. Yeah, I mean, I, I think for this building in particular, again, this is never intended to be uh, something that pay down our bonds or our debt. Yeah. But it was always meant to be like slightly profitable. Yeah. Just because it's a good business plan to have. Well, we're going to have to replace <coughs> chairs and tables and things like that. This will have to be moved in and out. Yeah, that's all the time. That's going to be. We try not to, but we don't right. have no place to put it now either because that is now a beach office. So, Joe, the mayor said that <laughs> we should all take a look at it. And who do we talk to about providing our input for recommendations? Just shoot me an email. And you? Yes. Okay. And let's copy Chris on it. For what? For what? Email. For, for any feedback. Changes, anything oh. they want. Just shoot us an email. We'll, we'll coordinate it and we'll, we want to get started because. We yeah. have had this on the agenda for a number of years. Now, COVID yeah. held this up a little bit. We were talking about sanitizing and all that other stuff during that period of time. You know, if somebody <laughs> wanted to use it, you have to sanitize the room after. But that, so that held us up a bit. But, I, you know, I, I, I agree with you that it's been on a long time. Yeah, I'd say just kick it off. One last review and I recommend it try to forward for here. Yeah. Sure. Seven What's league style? I'm not sure that term. Bitty basketball league, or you know, uh, if somebody wants a, a, pack, a pickleball league, or things like that. If it's a group, it's a number of teams, things like that that come here, or, or specifically over there. Uh, that's what that meant. So it's uh, just on that one. Then. If it's just a once in a while, it's 25. If it's losing regularly, it's 75 a month. You know what's also confusing? A lot of people um, call and then, because the rec has some program for pickleball, mm -hmm. so if they're from Seabright, they just let them use it mm -hmm. and say they're part of the rec. So they don't get charged anything. So True. who gets charged then? Out-of-towners? Or people that just want to come in and... Like, what uh, if Seabright people want to have a league? Do they have to pay? I would think so. I think a league is a little more than you know two people going in there and hitting the hitting the. Because a lot of the Seabright people have like three or four days a week booked. Is that not kind of like a league? I'm an outsider on this, and I'm not trying to be critical, but it feels like it needs some structure. Mm -hmm. it, and, and the point being, we've tried the structure in the past, so we've not gotten past that. You know, <laughs> we we we're trying to cover every base, and we really can't. We're we're just kind of seeing how it goes right now. And you could change it at any time. I don't mean to be uh, wishy-washy on it, but if we're trying to cover every, you know, is it a, are they, you know, up here we, we got into, are they going to serve alcohol, are they not serving alcohol? And it, 
it, are they bringing in catering? And if they're not bringing in catering, it should be different. It was mm -hmm. just, and that's why nobody's using it. Well, I, think, I think part of this is, is, um, is, is the danger of uh, analysis paralysis, right? And, and we can get stuck. But we, I, I, I think it's important that we have a base level or, or, or a baseline to be able to move forward and start start moving forward because I, I, as we do, I think what we'll find is there are things you got to tweak, right? Like the use of this room, there aren't a lot of rooms like this, right? So there aren't, and, and because of that, you know, I, I, I think that we have, you know, an opportunity to, to have the, you know, the fee for this building, this space be a little higher, but not a profit center, right, necessarily. Yeah. But, but I wouldn't do that, but I think that, you know, I, I think the structure that we have to offer comments and, and feedback, et cetera, the email is good, back at a future meeting and then make a decision and move forward. So I'm with you. Yeah, if you put a framework in place, you get it mostly right, not perfect, and then you fix it over time. Yep. Yeah. There's no better way to find what's wrong with it. Kicking it off. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks. All right, the next one, uh, Earl will be speaking to somebody, but it's basically uh, <coughs> I think it stems from the downtown uh, two residents who had asked about our residential parking and how we can tweak it possibly, but Earl, you're going to speak Happy to be here, thank you. So we all know downtown parking is a challenge, and the ordinance says that each of the households are permitted to have two resident parking permits, that's it, regardless of the number of people, whether or not they rent the property, it's two per household, and the situation is obviously very challenging for the people in town. Based on resident input, uh, the mayor asked a group to be formed. I volunteered to lead that group. We have not held our first meeting yet, um, but we're going to look at uh, assessing the challenge, any potential improvements going forward. It's a very difficult thing to, to solve. But my suggestion who would be on that committee or that group would be Joe, uh, the police department, uh, myself, and I'm looking for volunteers, other council members, that you'd like to be part. That would be, that would be great. If anybody else would like to be part, of that, please let me know, and I will schedule a meeting. And then, Mayor, one thing I'd be interested in is whether or not we want to have residents in, as part of that group. Um, yeah, if you want to add residents, if you want to have it, you know, as long as it can be done by the time we have it, so yeah. forth. Uh, again, the residents are just, just, you know, pretty strong. We've heard, yeah, yeah, we know a lot of strong things, and a lot of them are contradictory, too, because we've all heard the residents get more part of right. our own situation, so. Yeah, I think I mean, that I, just as we saw with the cannabis review, I think having some input from the residents could be helpful. We all understand it's a difficult problem to fix. The other thing I'll mention is as part of the review of the Riverfront project, right now it's presently planned to have 15 public parking spots. And there was a question about whether or not the people that live in that community when it gets built, the mm -hmm. pavement project, can park in the public parking spots. Will the Riverfront people that live there get uh, resident parking permits because if they do, that would put greater stress on what we already have as a stressful situation. So yeah, that's a good question. You just you want to change it, but they do have to park. They do. Yes. They do. And no decision was made. And I was sure. asked at the planning board meeting because mm -hmm. I sit on the council and on the planning board, point blank, are you going to allow people who live at the New Haven project to get resident parking uh, details? I said that is not my decision. That is the council's decision, and we will bring that into a discussion, which I think. Could be part of this group. So if Joe and Heather and the chief and anybody else that would like to participate in that, please let me know and we'll get a meeting scheduled and we'll talk about it. Just real quick, I'd like to get this meeting done sooner than later because it's almost April and I have to start moving parking passes, business passes. How about next week? Yeah, next week would be great. Good. We have, and um, 
Yeah, you know my concerns, but yeah, sooner than later. Yeah, th th there's not necessarily an easy answer to this problem. There's not. And there's no parking garage to be built in the near term or anything like that. So I think I think it's appropriate to review it, discuss it, and do the best we can to respond to it. Yeah, because exactly, because this the part we're at right now, and it's it doesn't matter if changes are made or not. We're gonna have a lot of complaints this year, and it doesn't matter what happens because we just don't have a big town. But uh, but what we have in place right now was the end result of you know probably a slow meandering couple of decades of discussion and analysis. So you know what the clearly have the police have not asked it. You know, so it's agreed. Any, and I mentioned last time, it's like, I don't think this is a huge domino. It was like a slight change to this, to this plan, the parking, the downtown, it's going to have a huge impact, for better or worse. Yeah. So that's the only thing that's, uh, you really don't have too many options. And I guess one other thing, Joe, I forgot to ask you when you were doing your brief, is where do we stand on getting approved for the parking uh, where the old school was mm -hmm. as a result of the pavement? <laughs> well, the, uh, the plot thickens. Aldo passed away. We unbeknownst to us, so that's kind of why I didn't get a call back right away. I had to, I talked to his secretary, uh, Aldo, uh, not funny, funny uh, he, he passed away a, a, a while back. Uh, we were unaware of that. It's in, uh, they have the administrator of the, of the will that is going to start marketing the property. We just found out this week. So. She, being Aldo's secretary, was going to get in touch with the administrator to see if if it's going to be a longer process. Maybe we can use it this season, but I wouldn't count on it as a long-term fix to, to, to our problem downtown. So I haven't gotten a call yet. I just talked to her on Tuesday and found out that he had passed a little while ago and uh, that the property is going to be remarketed now. Joe, do we know, uh, I don't know, um, in, in touch with the Denholz group, whether or not we are not going to be able to use that area this summer. I, I spoke to Mike Conti. He didn't seem, he said no, but not to say he wouldn't do it, but we could probably put something together. I don't know the people from Denholz. I don't know. We that. have a, Bill Wolf and I have a phone conference with them. I think it's either tomorrow or Monday. Uh, they, they gave us some dates, and I'll bring that up and have an answer. Yeah. Like there's, they're, what are they going to do first, second, third? You know, they have they have a lot of demolition to do on a lot of the properties that they still have and own downtown. That would be the likely starting point. Right. And this property is clean, but I would think the first thing that after the demolition is going to be bulkhead. Yeah, as the chief said, the summer's coming quick. It would be good if we could get a determination of Denholz's position on this, because if we can get another year out of it, that would be helpful. Yeah, we will. Good. Okay. Okay, that, so um, we'll, we'll hold a meeting on this, and if anybody else wants to participate, Heather, thank you. We'll get it set up for next week. All right. Thanks, Joe. All right, the next one, Joe, do you have anything on the beach ordinance? I do. Oh, you do? Okay, yeah, I do. Oh, Sorry. is this? Okay, I wasn't sure what this was for. Yeah, so we, uh, Mayor, we had asked to put together a group to take a look at beach ordinance enforcement. Uh, part of it was driven by the, the, the complaint of smoking, but obviously the beach ordinance public space enforcement relates to smoking, drinking of alcohol, and dogs in places they're not supposed to be in at certain times during the year. So we, we kicked it off. We had our first meeting, which was a, was a good meeting. Uh, the invitees were Heather, Joe, Rich was with us also, uh, the chief was with us, Jim McHugh was with us, and Sam was invited, couldn't make it, but he'll be at the next one. Um, so the group got together, we held a meeting on February 16th, and we asked basically three questions. What have we done in the past? How have we handled the situation? To take a look back to understand how that's gone. 
The second one is, is it felt that this is significant of enough, enough issue in town that it's worthy of taking additional enforcement action? And then the third question was, if it is worthy of additional enforcement, what would that look like? How would we propose doing that? So we got into a pretty spirited discussion because we all know doing this is not fun. It's challenging and it puts strain on resources and it also addresses the responsibilities of Don Klein's beach team, uh, the, the, the chief and his team, and, and dealing with this overall. So we went off, we took a couple actions, but people are reviewing a couple things right now, and I'd like to get that group back together again that I just described, but I would like to add Don Klein, and I did have a conversation about this. I see a very potential positive outcome here. Um, first of all, we, we don't want to be overbearing, but we have an ordinance in place, and we want to enforce it. So I think it will be, if we decide to do this, and this will be a council decision with the input from each and uh, police department leadership, is sort of a two-pronged approach where Don and his team would step up some activities which would ultimately potentially draw in the police department, right to share some thoughts on how to handle that, um, but propose that the group get together again uh, and, and have one more meeting, put a recommendation in place, bring it back to the council for discussion and consideration, and then agree to go ahead and do it. And we will be well in advance of the summer rush if we agree to do something different. Uh, we are a little bit concerned. Uh, the cannabis situation is a bit unique because as we know, you cannot approach somebody using cannabis because that's not permissible for the Attorney General. But it is also a, a tobacco substance of some kind which is banned from the beach. And we did hear quite a bit of this during our cannabis committee review work that we did do uh, last year. So we've made good progress. I think we've got some ideas that have been floated. I think there's a potential solution. In about two weeks, we should have another meeting completed and be ready to make a recommendation to the council. Quick uh, um, question: um, uh, Is is the I, I guess you're not at the point yet where you're ready to make make, make recommendations yet? No. Um, but but uh, uh, you know. It, this is this is obviously a subject that that's you know that, that's got some some prickliness to it <laughs> as far as how we uh, enforce and, and and I'm just trying to you know think ahead. Okay, we have an ordinance in place. We're going to try to try to do more. Whatever do more means, and then how does how does that um, you know uh, process work? What does enforcement look like? What is you know? So I'm I'm I'm, I'm you know as the rest of I'm, I'm assuming are eager to kind of hear, given all the set of the facts here, how, how are we going to make this work where it actually works and, and, and you know, is, is having the desired effect considering the resources and everything else, right? So I, you know, I, I look forward to, to hearing more about it. So. Yep, very good. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to presume what the outcome's going to be <clears throat> because I think it's kind of agreed that it is a resource challenging. We, we will need to do some things different and we want to get Understanding, concurrence, and support to do that before we make a recommendation. <coughs> okay. All right. Thanks, guys. Uh, up to the, uh, the DOT mid block crosswalk update. I know we discussed this at the last meeting. It is, uh, I think everyone knows what it is. It's in your, it was in your packet again. Basically, results from engineering. Yeah, thank you, Mayor. I'd like to do that. So at the last council meeting, I gave a brief update on this. And I'm not on the safety committee, but I happened to be at the meeting. Joe and Jack had to be somewhere else at the beginning of the meeting, so I, I kind of took all the notes. 
So I'm going to repeat a little bit, but a couple of you were not here at the last meeting. So if you, have, if you haven't had a chance to go through the package that was provided by DOT, I strongly recommend you do that because it was actually a very good package. and It was well presented and comprehensive. As part of that, they've identified five mid-block crossings to be included in the state-funded safety program. 100% paid for by the state with no matching. And there are five mid-block crossings that would be affected by that in the town. They identified that most to us. I'll really quickly go through them. One of them is at South Beach by Sunrise Way. That's the most southern one. The second one is at Anchorage Park. The th third is at Grand Point. The fourth is at the Beach Walk Hotel. And the fifth is at North Beach West, where the K used to be. And those are considered mid-block crossings, which are viewed as higher risk compared to an intersection crossing. We have several crosswalks that are at intersections between two roads, and the DOT, for one reason or another, assuming them to be less of a risk because there is already a crossing that's taking place there. Whether or not we agree with that, that's another issue. I personally had some concern with that, but that's beside the point. They view those five to be firm plans to go forward, completely fit paid for by the state. And in order for that to happen, there are three things that have to occur. Number one, the town has to pass a resolution approving the introduction of those crosswalks, which I think should be fairly straightforward. The second is they would complete the final design of these crosswalks and review them with us, and that would look to be completed by 2024. And the third thing, and this was the painful part of it, is they would expect construction to begin in 2026 and 2027, and not before. Now, something is better than nothing. would like it to be sooner than that, but obviously fully state-funded, part of a much bigger program, understand why this stuff takes time. So that's very good news in my mind. The interesting wrinkle in all of this is there were two crosswalks at the beach clubs, and I believe it was Shepard Hoy and Sands, right? both of which are extremely high traffic areas because of the parking lots across the street that are not on this list. And the reason they're not on this list is they were part of an earlier project that were called expedited crosswalks. And because it was not done with this program that I just described, it was done in advance of it, they are firmly on the books at a time before the state was going to provide 100% payment for this through the safety program. So those two that were on the expedited list had to be done on a core share basis. 75% by the state, 25% by somebody else. And the two beach clubs have previously agreed to pay their share of the cost of those crosswalks. The estimated per crosswalk cost is on the order of about $40,000. But we could not get that completely confirmed at the meeting. In fact, the DOT rep threw out two numbers in the same meeting and wasn't sure which one was right. One that she threw out was $250,000. The other one she threw out was $40,000. Uh, <laughs> so what has happened is when the number was $40,000 and these were expedited crosswalks, that would have cost the each of the beach clubs on the order of five to ten thousand dollars each. Forty thousand was considered as a higher estimate. They agreed to pay for that cost. What has happened since then is the cost estimates have been all over the place and they have retracted their willingness to pay for their 25%, which has effectively put those expedited ones that we need now, which DOT claims could be done this year, on pause until we sort out the cost sharing. So what we did at the meeting, and I, I apologize for this being long-winded, what we did at the meeting is we asked DOT, please go back, confirm the number, if it's 40,000 or less, 
we, Joe, will engage with the beach club owners to let them know that their share is relatively small because if it's five or $10,000, we have every belief that they would think that's worth it. If it's 25% of $250,000, they may say it's not worth it. So the action right now sits with DOT to let us know what that projected cost is. I asked them once, I asked them twice, I haven't got anything back yet. Maybe we uh, give her a reminder. I sent her another note. Oh, did you? Or maybe you saw that. Yeah, I, I don't think they'd have to have a little more accurate. That must kind of absurd, having a range like that. Yes. Now, I'll tell you this. In my mind, there's a couple other very positive things here. First of all, there are two types of signs. One type just has the flashes on each side that interact with each other. You press the button and they flash and they're solar powered. And they're really nice. You see them in towns all around here. Yep. The second type is the one that's much more illuminating, much more warning-oriented. And that has something that goes off, the, off across the top of the road. They are proposing to make the most southern one because you're coming into town. And the one at Anchorage could be the one that goes over the top because they see them as the two higher risk ones. We asked at the meeting, and Jack has been very passionate about this, in all of this, we're missing one of the most important ones of all, and that's the one coming off the bridge. And they've said that is not included in their list. So, Mayor, just, just the thought, when we get the numbers correct, you know, down the road, we may see whether or not there's something that we think should be done up there. And if the number was $35,000, we'd still have to get approval from DOT. Agreed. But if they weren't willing to pay for it, right, is there, because I agree with Jack and the safety committee that that is a very high risk area for us. So right now the goal sits with DOT to come back with a number. When we get a number and a cost share, Joe's going to talk to the beach clubs, get them to reconfirm their commitment, and we're going to expedite the expedited ones and hopefully get them done this year. Sounds good. So that is progress. That's that. Thanks, sir. Yeah. From the earlier to the current, um, the photos they gave us were different locations, a couple of spots. So I just came on to them and just confirmed the actual location. Uh, on one photograph of down here by the side street, and is here, and up in Northeast. They showed an area that's not the motel. Do you, is this the most recent one that was in the pack? This is the one that I think we're going with. This is the one that's most recent. Okay, we just got to make sure it matches. We'll do it offline, Jack, but we got to make sure it matches this one because they were pretty firm about the placement. Okay. I'll we can do that. I'll work with them. Sounds good. <coughs> yeah, hopefully, the reconsider the one by Palms Bridge. Yeah. That makes before traffic backs up, that obviously is like the most dangerous spot. You know, that little zone in between where of push traffic and it's not fully backed up yet. Yeah. It doesn't matter if that's a traffic coming at the wazoo, we see right away it does, but where the point of cars should move down. We asked them and implored them that that was one of the primary ones that they should be considering. And they said, the ones chosen are the ones chosen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, the one on the north end, we walked it with them a couple of years ago. They thought that was out of town. They didn't realize that Seabright went all the way up past yeah. And Second Jetty poses some other problems when they're busy in the summer. Yeah. They valet park, uh, people pull in, they stop the car, you know, they get out of the car. If somebody up, it, it's, it's that, that, a lot happening. That area is a disaster waiting to happen. Yes. And if we need to, to uh, exercise whatever <coughs> contacts we have, you know, whatever uh, folks we, we, we can get to, um, to get to the policy makers, then we, then we we should be looking at that. I mean, not that we haven't already, but that's a that's a problem. So um, 
you know, I understand that the, the career folks inside DOT are making the decision, but, you know, this may be what the true change. So. And, and as Jack and I spoke, we need to get them down here. When they're looking at a map, it's just not the same as being there. I think that's part of the, 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 the desk jockey portion of this job. You know, if they're engineers or whatever, it doesn't matter. Like, I think that being on site, you know, at those point in times, so, you know, during times of crisis like that, Makes more sense That was a frustrating point when we heard it was a Zoom meeting. You know, they wanted to meet with us, and it's like, oh, that's fantastic. Oh, we're going to do it over Zoom. It's like, well, that's entirely like. Or you can the intersection, or right, exactly. Here I am standing. So we're going to get here on Saturday, July. Yeah. All right. So they've asked you to get there. Speaking of the state, the next one was a pretty simple correspondence. You all saw. In a recent meeting, we had a discussion about the cows. They, they made it clear that um, they wanted to have a uh, another cylinder on wheels in town. We used to have one here for those who were here prior to having our monopole here. So we had our municipal parking lot. I thought the last discussion was that they might reconsider adding one here, which seems like unnecessary and a bit of redundancy. So they've located a, a site coming off the same Highlands Bridge there, it's a state property. So they're going to, I believe, put the cow right there. So it improves our coverage, especially summertime. Doesn't really impact us that much, but just it's an FYI really from them that that's the location they chose, which is further away from this permanent pole, and then uh, it's gonna be right there by the Highlands Bridge. People so. will slow down to look at it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On your way in the second day. You put flags or something on here. But this way, you know, too, we don't lose any traffic spots or have it, it's really ridiculous having our information on That's all it is. <coughs> Uh, next one actually will be come up. Uh, Ryan Murphy, our deputy coordinator for OEM, will be at our next meeting to discuss some modifications to our existing emergency uh, management plan. So, which is huge. Yeah. It's in a binder this thick. It is, but luckily all the changes are not reflected in there. Yeah. <laughs> Just uh, some changes. Did you get Executive it? Executive summary. We got a summary late yesterday. I printed out a few copies if anyone wants to see it, but um, I emailed it to everybody. Yeah. But apparently, the last update, which was done by a previous employee, which I won't mention, um, they used Atlantic Highlands, um, I guess, base, and didn't change. So ours says, like, our southern border at Highlands, and think like 500 pages of, he has to literally read every word to make sure it's. There are some interesting things in there. But the state did accept it the last time, so I guess <laughs> it doesn't really matter what it says. <laughs> <laughs> so. All right, so that's it. Anyway, we're not be here at the next meeting. That's why it's taking a long time. To present and <laughs> questions. Um, let's see. We have two, obviously, two upcoming resolutions listed there. And, um, uh, Mayor, if, if I might, sure. in respect to the, uh, uh, the budget uh, introduction, it's my intention to, uh, to get the finance committee together ahead uh, of that um, to consider any tweaks from a Policy perspective, you know, what we um, would like to see. I mean, I, as always, Mike and the team have done a great job, but, um, you know, so uh, just let, let you know that there may be some further discussion that comes out of that, out of that committee. All right. Sounds good. All right, we do have an executive session before we go into that. Sit the bottom of the agenda. Jack has arranged out a power stretcher demonstration of our firehouse after. All meetings conclude, so uh, just want to make that business. Our small audience went on.